Welcome to No Duct Tape, the podcast that celebrates the strength in vulnerability and empowers you to embrace your authentic self. I'm your girl, Ify, your guide through this transformative exploration of personal stories and growth. How can we create a safe and open space for everyone to thrive and be their best selves? What does it take to overcome societal expectations and speak up with unveiling conviction? Well, together, we'll peel back the layers of experiences, uncovering the wisdom gained from our unique past. Are you ready to embrace vulnerability and unlock the boundless possibilities that await you? Let's embark on this extraordinary adventure of self-discovery and personal empowerment. Spare me. Those words are powerful, I'm telling you. Spare me. Once, twice, how many ever times, spare me. Welcome to yet another episode of No Duct Tape. I'm your girl, Ify. Welcome to Jamet. Yo, this episode is actually based on a true story. Obviously, all of them are. It's just that this one is quite recent. It's very interesting that I started with spare me because I feel like we need to allow ourselves to tap into our conscience. Yo, we get ourselves into situations without realizing it. Sometimes we do get into the situation hoping for a different outcome. And then later on find out, Hori, we knew. We knew from the beginning. So hence I say spare me. So, you know, sometimes we get into relationships, right? We date whoever it is that we date and we date them for however long that we date them. And we are more prone to that cycle of living. So you're dating your boyfriend. It's either you live with them or you're in a long distance relationship, whatever the dynamics of the relationship is, it's how it is, right? You spend so much time with this person. You guys know each other's routine. You guys have a routine that you also do together. You know how clean they are. You know how they work out. You know how, you know, they wake up in the morning, what sounds they make when they're sleeping, how they sound when they brush their teeth. Like, you guys are intertwined. Like you become one. Like you become, you know, after a while when you've been dating a person for a minute and then people are like, you start looking like one another. It's those kinds of things, right? The last thing on your mind is that you guys would ever break up or anything and you're like, oh, okay, cool. This is a relationship for a long time or this is a relationship for, you know, a lifetime and whatnot. You're sure. Uguti, this person is the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. This is your life partner. This is your, you know, you pray together, you believe together, you have all these plans and stuff. Now, in regards to that, I'm speaking about that whole analogy from experience because I've been in a three-year relationship. That's the longest relationship that I've ever been in in my life. And I used to know if he slept a specific way, he would snore or not, how long he takes to bath, how long he takes when he's in the bathroom how he spices his food, if he likes hot sauce or not, is he a person that cuddles or not. Like, you know, we get each other's routine. And, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone for as long as you have, you merge with them, right? You merge with them. And then it's like you're more prone to do things together or the same way. So even if you don't live with them and you frequently visit them, right? There's things that you guys do, Halili too. When you guys are together, there's certain things that you do. And when you're apart, subconsciously, you still do certain things that you would do even when you were with this person because it is part of your identity. It's part of your routine, right? Cool. You know how clean this person is and et cetera. 
Now, this happened to now you get into you get a falling out. The relationship has reached a part or a point in which in that moment you guys are not working out. Like it's either single swim and then unfortunately it's sink. You break up and then you're not looking for anything particular. Like you're not looking to get into a relationship because you love this person. You want to spend the rest of your life with this person. It's just that like something is disturbing progress in this relationship in that moment. Cool. So you break up and all of that. Whether you break up because you need space and you guys need to figure some things out and then you're going to come back together or you're breaking up because it's really just the best thing to do. You guys are not for each other. And who knows? God in the future might decide, Hori, I think these people have worked on their issues apart and I think I need to bring them back together. I mean, guys, your lives are written by God. He is the script writer. You know what I mean? So cool. For argument's sake, you broke up. Cool. For whatever reason. Now it just happens that something appears. It's either you go out with friends or you're at the mall or you're at a garage, um, petrol station, whatever it is. You bump into someone and they see you and they're like, oh my gosh, this girl is so pretty. Or, oh my gosh, this guy is so nice. This person seems like somebody I want to get to know. And then you exchange numbers. The matter of the fact or how you guys exchange numbers is not the point. Cool, you exchange numbers. Then you guys start talking, right? You guys start talking and it is a free flow of conversation. It's effortless. You guys sort of like have the same values, right? You're God-orientated if you're God-orientated. You like series. If you're a hopeless romantic, they're a hopeless romantic. If you're into action, they're into action. Like there's just a lot of things that you guys have in common. And oh my goodness, it feels good. Like it genuinely, genuinely feels good. And here you are excited and you're like, oh my gosh, this is good and whatnot. You're not getting into it with the mindset that you are looking for another relationship. You're in your singleness. You just got out of a relationship or whatever. And you're like, ah, nah, man. I just want to vibe with people. I just want to meet new people. I want to make friends and, and, and. But law is on a high. Like they're so, you know, they high and they good and everything. And all of it is working in your favor. And it's so easy to talk to this person. Now, let me emphasize. The only part or the only time you speak to this person is on the phone, right? You gel with this person on the phone. Whatever it is that they tell you, believe them. Whatever it is that you tell them, they believe you. And everything is free flowing, right? Now we tap into them on some, maybe we should start hanging out. Cool. They invite you out. You go on a date. Now, when you just got out of a relationship, for example, the nature that is instilled in you is that you are more prone to compare the next person that you gel with, with your ex-partner. Whether it's on a friend basis or whether it's on a relationship basis, but the matter of the fact is that you are more prone to compare. Now, listen to what I'm saying. When you are used to something, I like the taste of coffee black with a lot of sugar. When I drink tea, I am more prone to compare it to coffee because I'm like, these two are two hot beverages 
and I like hot beverages tasting like this. Manje, that tea is not tasting like the coffee and you're like, uh, do I like it or not? You're more prone to like it because it's a different taste, but it's good. Or you are more on some, I don't like this taste, right? I'm making an analogy on this because I need you to follow with me, right? Cool. Now you're going on a date with this guy and then you guys just gel like, the conversation from the phone is moving now to interpersonal, right? You're speaking to this person and you guys are gelling. Like, it's actually also, it's like talking to a friend, like somebody that you don't know, but jiggy jiggy, it feels so natural talking to this person that it's not a lot of work. It doesn't feel like a lot of work. You guys are actually gelling. Like, it's like you've known each other for a minute. You like the same things and stuff. And this person is like, no, I'll take care of everything. Do what you do. I'll take care of everything. What do you want to eat? Like they play on your desires. But the thing is, it's not things that you've disclosed. It's not things that you've shared. It just happens that subconsciously in the frequency and energy, they are gelling with who you are, what you desire, what you would like for a person to do for you. My goodness, it's tapping into something else altogether. Cool. The night goes, everything is great, the date is over, you guys part ways, he goes home, you go home, cool. You're at home, you're playing back everything that happened. It feels great, it feels good, right? Now, this person is stepping up and they're tapping into another territory. Please come by my place, let me cook for you, let's talk. Let's get to know each other in a secluded, you know, more tighter space, being my place. Ha, manje, manje, here comes the tea and coffee analogy, right? You go, you guys hang, and now you start seeing this person in their space. Now, you start tapping into the kind of person that they are, the character, are they a clean person? How do they sleep? How do they do this? This is a one-day experiment, ne? You never took it as an experiment, but I mean... You know, when you experience people, you're supposed to experience the whole them, right? Now you start seeing things, red flags, what you would interpret or take as red flags. It doesn't feel the same anymore. You don't like how they look. You don't like how they, they live or whatever. It's not all that bad. But the coffee and the tea, you start comparing them to your ex. Oh my gosh, I missed how when I walked through the door, my ex would hug me. This person is not hugging me. I like how my ex used to pour sugar such a way into my cereal. This one just gives me everything to do for myself. You start comparing. And then the whole experience is cluttered. The whole experience is horrible. Now. The reason I was explaining all of this is for this main reason. And the main reason is what I said in the beginning. Spare me. Human nature is will always compare, subconsciously or not. It might happen on purpose. Sometimes it might not even happen on purpose, especially when you are more prone to a certain cycle or a certain habit. Like I said, you would compare coffee and tea. You know they're not the same thing. But you will because they have qualities of being the same. They're both hot. They both require sweetener or, or sugar if that's how you drink it. They both require milk if that's how you drink it. 
but you will compare them. The reason I say spare me is because we experience people how they want us to experience them. I will talk to you on the phone and I will share with you what I think would make me look good in your books. But when you tap into my space, that's something different because I cannot hide how I live. I am comfortable in the space that you are more prone to pick up on things about me that I wouldn't tell you over the phone. I don't have to tell you that I don't have cereal on the phone because why? I don't have to tell you that I don't drink coffee on the phone because why? But when you get into my personal space, you will pick up on that. Now, does that now tap into, will I like it? Will I not like it? Sure. When you realize that you moved too quickly in a situation, you have to get out of it. We are so quick to judge other people that we don't realize that we also have qualities in ourselves that don't make us the best people or the best judges of character, right? So the reason I say this is because when you just got out of a relationship or when you just got out of something or whether it being a relationship, a friendship, you just got out of something, hey, it's very difficult to release yourself from that habit. When you find out that your experience and your experience in person is something different based off of the fact that you were comparing, it's time for you to take a step back. Always remind yourself that once you tap into comparing territory, you have to move. You have to remove yourself. Like I said, sometimes it happens subconsciously. Sometimes it happens without you realizing. But the point is, you have to remove yourself from the situation. You are more prone to hurt that person. You are more prone to make that person feel small. Whatever contributing factor that you play based on comparison will never be the best. Sometimes when you compare some people, you realize that, okay, they're better than. But it's not a good thing to compare. And I think also we base it off of when you were younger and you have siblings and you would hear people say, I wish you were the same as. It hurt because you're like, then I'm not enough. When you find yourself comparing, when you find yourself longing for what used to be, you need to take a step back because now you're tapping into rebound territory. And there's also rebounds also in friendships because you're replacing a friend with another friend because you lost a friend or you lost a best friend or whatever. It's okay to be alone for a minute. It's okay to be alone for a while. Spare me the pain of making me think that you were there for the reason that I think that you were there for, but only to find out that you're there because you wanted to get out of the funk of your pain. Spare me the pain of thinking you like me when you liked the idea of me. There are things that people will do that will make you feel good, but there's things that people will do that remind you of what you didn't have or what you could have had. I would recommend take a step back, get out of it, spare that person they heart if that's what's invested in what that it is that they're doing with you. It's okay to be alone. It's a lonely ride, yes, but it's imperative. 
to take a step back and allow yourself to heal. Allow yourself to stop comparing. With time, you break habits. They say in 21 days, you're able to break a habit. Give yourself 21 days to get over your relationship. Test it. Test run it. Give yourself a good 21 days to get out of something because then it will allow you to learn yourself again, to know yourself from scratch without that habit that you had. Whether it being a relationship, a friendship, whether it being exercise, whether it being food, remove yourself for a little bit. Take a step back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Figure it out. But spare me. Spare me. It's important to spare people because you do not know the amount of damage you will create when you prolong something that you know you deep down don't feel. Rather tell them the truth. It will hurt, but I will rather you tell me the truth so that I can work on healing than find out in the long run and have myself be shattered. I remember. When I got out of my three-year relationship, for a year, I worked on how I could fix the relationship, how me and this guy could get back together. And trust me, he didn't stop me from thinking that we might get back together. And I was on that roller coaster. I was on that roller coaster. I was on that roller coaster. It took me two years to get over that guy. A good, long, not even a good, a drastic, painful, dreadful two years to get over him. Because I had to get let go of the notion that this person was using you, girl. And I had to forgive myself also in the process for forcing myself or making myself believe that if I could fix certain aspects of myself for this person, they would take me back. I lied to myself. I created a facade for myself to make myself feel better. I didn't fix myself for me. I literally fixed myself for them. But now the million dollar question is, was I really fixing myself? Was I? Let's be honest with one another. Let's be honest. If you say that you want an F buddy, please let me know that you want me to be your F buddy. Buddy, if you want me to be part of your situationship, if you want a situationship, please tell me that you want a situationship. If you're using me as a rebound, please let me know. But at least give me the courtesy of allowing me to make a decision whether or not I want to be a part of it. Don't linger or don't create a scenario that would make me think that And I think also with regards to those that pursue those that have gotten out of a relationship that when you know very well that they've just gotten out of a relationship, do not expect that it's going to work out. They might believe it also in their head that, oh my gosh, maybe this will be good for me. Give them time, give them space, because that will only indicate to you whether or not this is right, whether this is true, whether this is going to work out or not. But please be sure when you make that decision, don't just because. You will get hurt. Spare one another the pain. Let's love one another as we would want to be loved. And let's allow time to heal broken wounds. Let us allow time to heal. Let's allow time to rebuild ourselves when we're broken. But let us allow time.
Let's spare one another. This is no duct tape. I'm your girl, Ify. Thank you so much for listening. Until our next episode, ciao. Thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking episode of No Duct Tape, where we've explored the importance of creating a safe, open space for personal growth and empowerment. I hope you were inspired to embrace vulnerability, to speak up, and to take steps forward, becoming the best version of yourself. Remember, your story has the power to impact others and create positive change. Join us again next time as we continue to uncover the untold stories and amplify diverse voices. Together, let's build a community where authenticity and acceptance reigns. Until then, keep sharing, keep growing, and keep shining your light. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your girl, Ify. Ciao. No duct tape. Embracing vulnerability and building an inclusive community.